Amen. We had special breakfast fellowship this morning with me to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Verse 8. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee, he will not fail thee. Neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. I want to preach on the subject, the unfailing God. The unfailing God. Pray with me, would you? Lord, we love you. We thank you, Jesus. God, we need your touch today. Thank you for your visitation. Thank you for being with us up to this point in this service. And we pray that your precious word would penetrate deep into our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. The unfailing God, amen. I think all of us have faced failure in one way or another in our lives. People have failed us. Things have failed us. And we have even failed ourselves. Amen. And it is true that all of the things will, that will fail us and will let us down in life, they come and go. It happens. It's life. Amen. We'll never get to the place where something doesn't try to fail us. But what I'm trying to get across to us today is that we've got a God whose name is Jesus Amen. who will not fail us. He will never fail us. Not even, well, sometimes, but he's got a pretty good track record. No, it's not even 99.9%. Amen. And and he does, well, at a 0.01%, he'll fail us occasionally. He never will fail us. He is the unfailing God. He cannot fail. He's perfect. He's he's entire. He, he, He knows what's going on. You see, money will fail us. So we can't trust in that. Even our strength will fail us. I don't care if you're young and strong and you think that nothing, amen, will move you. You can be, you, your strength will fail you. Your heart will fail you. Your flesh will fail you. Your human spirit and your human will will fail you. Your wisdom will fail you. Your tongue, how many times have our tongues failed us? Amen. You talk about we need a zipper we, we, and, we, and we don't have it when we need it. Our tongues will fail us. Amen. And so many people in our lives, amen, have let us down in the past. But we can look to one, amen, that always will be right there. He will always have our best interests at heart. Proverbs 25, 19 says, Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. I don't know about you, but I'm not into broken teeth and out of joint feet. 
when it comes to troublesome times. You need someone to ride the river with. You need someone, amen, to go through your storm with. You need somebody to help you in your tribulation. You need somebody to help you out of your temptation. You need somebody, amen, to, to right the wrong, amen, and to comfort you in time of need. And his name is Jesus Christ. He's the unfailing God. He will never fail us. God told Joshua that he would never fail him or forsake him when he first took over for Moses. It was big shoes to fill when he was about to cross over the Jordan River into the promised land with the people of Israel. Amen. But he said, I won't fail you. I won't forsake you. I'll be with you, Joshua. Amen. David told his son Solomon on his deathbed when he was telling him, Hey, son, I'm going to pass the kingdom unto you. Amen. He told him that that God that he served all those years would never fail him or forsake him. Amen. He will never let you down. You can always count on him. He is faithful. Praise God. Just because you didn't get your prayers answered the way you wanted, it doesn't mean he failed you. Praise God. Unanswered prayer sometimes is the best prayer answer you can get. Because sometimes we don't pray the right prayers. Sometimes we pray in anger. Sometimes we pray selfishly. Amen. And so thank God for unanswered prayers in some kind of ways. Amen. Because they wouldn't be the best for us if we got what we wanted. Amen. But God doesn't just give us what we want. He gives us what we need. He gives us what he thinks we need. Hey, he's the father. Amen. The greatest parent and father that we could have. Amen. And he will never let us down. Just because everything's not going our way, and since we've been walking with God, doesn't mean he failed us. Praise God. There's all kinds of things in life that factor in. Amen. But I'm telling you, a life with the unfailing God is better than any other life that there is on this planet Earth. I don't care if you're the richest person in the world. I don't care if you're famous. I don't care if you're that. Amen. I'll just tell you right now, the rich and the famous and some of these other people, amen, they got a whole other set of problems. Amen. Without God, you don't, you don't have happiness. Without God, you don't have, amen, true contentment and purpose, praise God. And you can't take nothing with you, praise God. So let's just let God have his way and let the unfailing God be a part of our everyday life. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just because somebody in church might have failed you or let you down doesn't mean God did. Mm-hmm. Amen. God's the head and the church is the body. Praise God. God tells us all what to do. Amen. But sometimes things happen. Praise God. But God will not fail. Amen. Amen. Somebody in church letting us down in a church in our life sometime, that is not the same thing. Is, well, I thought the church is God's body. It is, but it's not the same thing as God letting you down. Amen. Because people are not God. And the church is made up of imperfect people. All of us are imperfect. And without God, amen, we're in big trouble. Praise God. But with the Lord, we're going to be on a more unfailing side. Because we got an unfailing God surrounding us and in the midst and living in our hearts. Amen. I've lived for God for almost 36 years. And in those years, I've personally experienced heartache. And many of you can can relate to things. Major setbacks in life. Grave financial difficulties. 
terrible illness. I mean, this is talking about during my walk with God. Amen. The pain of being hurt by the ministry. Amen. A terrible automobile accident with my wife uh, almost uh, you know, not having the use of her, her right arm. Seeing one of my daughters barely surviving in intensive care just days after her birth. Amen. A multitude of seemingly unanswered prayers. But I can tell you, in all those 36 years and in all those situations, I'm not fibbing, I'm not stretching the truth, I'm not just being grandiose and, and trying to, you know, whatever right now. And grandstand, I'm here to tell you, without a shadow of a doubt, and I know my wife will say amen to it, praise God, and my kids will say amen to it, that hallelujah, that God is my witness, He's never failed me yet, amen, and furthermore, He will never fail me, amen, in the future either. Because if he hasn't done it before, he won't do it now because God doesn't change. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. His word has never failed me. His spirit has never failed me. His name has never failed me. His blood has never failed me. Those are some powerful things, folks. You want to call on some things that are not going to fail you, you call on the name of Jesus. Amen. You want the blood of Jesus to come and forgive your sins, you call on that blood. It'll never fail. Praise God. The Spirit of God will come. It'll guide you into all truth. It'll show you where to go. It'll touch your heart. Amen. He's a good God. He's a great God. He's a fair God. He's a just God. He's a righteous God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm preaching to somebody this morning. I'm always preaching to me, but I'm preaching to us this morning. Amen. That feels that maybe God has failed you. Amen. Or maybe God has let you down or forsaken you. I'm here to tell you no way. No way in the world is that you don't even. Focus on God in the failure category, in the failure department. Praise God because He is an unfailing God. Hallelujah. He will not fail us. Praise God. Numbers 23, 19. See, we get God mixed up with people. We think that, you know, that people fail us, so that means God's going to do it. Amen. But God is not people, and He will not fail us. God, in Numbers 23, 19, He's not a man that He should lie. Neither the Son of Man that He should change His mind or repent. He has said, has He said, and shall He not do good? Do it, or hath he spoken it, and shall he not make good? Amen. God is not a liar. God is not one to go back on his word. Praise God. We're thinking of people. God doesn't go back on his word. If he makes you a promise, he's going to keep it. He might not tell you when he's going to do it, but he's going to keep the promise. He might have made it last year, and it hasn't happened yet. You just wait. That promise will come to pass, because God doesn't go back on his word. He won't fail you. He won't fail you. Romans 3 verse 4 said, Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. God is true. God is true. If God said it, He'll do it. Amen. Maybe it's not on my timetable, 
Because we all want everything right now. Because we're living in society where everything's right now. Amen. Microwave it. Drive through pharmacy. Everything's right now. Amen. I just want to text it. Can, did you get my text message? Oh, I don't care if you're in China. Did you get it? I said it two seconds ago. Come on, answer my text. Everybody wants the answers right now. But God has never changed. He's the same when it was back in Adam and Eve till right now. He's the same in the horse and buggy days. Amen. And no electricity till right now. But he's always been good. He never failed him back then. He never failed us today. You wait on God's time and God will bless you. Amen. Don't go doing your own thing. Don't go circumventing and short-circuiting God's will and God's way. Don't try to make something happen that's not in God's time yet. God will do it for you. Amen. Amen. It might not be in my timetable or maybe it's not the way that I thought it should be done. But after all, He is God. After all, He knows best. He's the boss. He's the Father. Amen. And we work for Him. And He doesn't work for us. Amen. We belong to Him. He doesn't belong to us. We, he's the one that purchased us with His blood. Amen. We are not our own anymore. We're bought with a price. And so we are glorifying God in our spirit and in our body which belong to God. And God will not misuse us or abuse us. He takes great care of His people. Amen. Amen. We all were on our way to a bad place before we came to God. Oh, we might have been happy and, you know, relative happiness and certain things in our life, but we were all, amen, going a direction. If we weren't going toward Jesus, we weren't doing the fulfillment of what our, our, the will of God for our life was because He created us to, to serve Him and to go to heaven with Him someday. Amen. But by His goodness, He led us to repentance. He cleaned us up and He made something out of us. He told us, uh, amen, what His good pleasure was uh, to give us the kingdom. Amen. He did all that for us. However, we must never forget that we're in a fight, uh, amen, of faith and the stakes are high and we've got to trust in an unfailing God. We're not always going to know why things happen the way they do. But amen, we must still persevere and stay the course and finish the race no matter what because because God is going to, we're going to end up on top when all the dust settles. Amen. We're going to end up on top. Amen. We got to trust that God has our best interest at heart. That's the problem with some people. They have a hard time trusting. And I know because when you, when you, when you have failure in your life, when people fail you, when people betray you, when people go back on their word, trust goes out the window. But let me tell you something. Yeah, that might be one thing, but don't ever do that toward God. Hallelujah. Put your faith and trust in God and know that it's always going to be okay with him. Amen. We've got to trust that God uh, has our best interests at heart. Isaiah 55 verse 8. You know, and the reason why we have to trust that, because we don't understand sometimes the way God works. His ways are high. My thoughts are not your thoughts, Isaiah 55. Neither are are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Verse 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
So that's why we don't understand sometimes. That's why we scratch our head and wonder, why is it going this way? I thought, this is the way I wanted it. But you know, there's more than one way to do things. And God's way is the best way. It's better than my way. I have these preconceived notions. I'm going to pray this way. And I want it to happen exactly that way. But God says, you know what? If you'll let me do it my way, my way will be better than your way. It might take a little longer. It might go around a little different way. But it's going to be better in the long run. Amen. You know, there are three scriptures that every Christian should always remember. Every believer in God should always remember. And if you get a hold of these three verses, you're going to be fine in the trust and allowing God to realize that he's not, a, he's not the failure in your life. Amen. The first one is Romans 8.28. And we know, everybody say, we know. We know. It didn't say, and we think, and we suppose. It said, and we know. That's an emphatic statement that all things, Paul said, work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Where people get tripped up on this verse is they think every single action or a thing that happens in their lives, they, they take it as a standalone thing. And if there is an item that's, that happens to be maybe negative or not good in our life, and they read that verse and they say, well, that's not good. So that verse isn't true, but you didn't read it close enough. It said, all things work together for good. Yeah, that wasn't so good, and that wasn't so good, but you know, that all kind of came together, and if I'm letting God lead me, amen, down the road, it's all going to work together for good if I love God and I stay in the calling that I was supposed to be in according to His purpose. If I walk in that verse and in that that way, I will realize that God has never failed me. He's an unfailing God. The second verse is 1 Corinthians and the second principle, chapter 10, verse 13. There hath no temptation, because we all face temptation. There's no temptation coming your way or taking you as such is common to man. Other people are facing the same thing. But God is faithful. He's, he's not, amen, an unfailing God. He will not suffer. He will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able. But with that temptation, he will also make a way of escape that you will be able to bear it. Amen. So all things work together for good. And the second principle is even when temptation comes. But, you know, and another thing, like I mentioned Thursday night, praise God. We're starting a series, we started a series of, of Truly Free on Thursday nights. We'll pick it up after Thanksgiving, the next week from Thursday. You want to you come to that. It's awesome. Praise God. Amen. But I'm telling you, amen, that God will make a way of escape. Yes. Hallelujah. God, you know, the temptation doesn't come from God. When any man says he's tempted, say, don't say you're tempted of God. Because God is a faithful and a loving God. And He is an unfailing God. A failing God would bring temptation. But He doesn't bring temptation. So when temptation comes, what God does, He's not the author of it. But He is the, amen, the way maker to get you out of that temptation. If you will look around, if you will look for God in your temptation, God will have a way of escape with a blinking arrow, you know, so to speak, pointing. This way is the way out. Woo! 
Amen. Sometimes our temptations are like those mazes that you people go through, go to in some of those places for fun, where you go in one, in one place and there's no way in the world you're getting out of there for like hours, and then you start panicking because where's the exit for this thing? Amen. That's the way we feel in some of our temptations. But God said, I will always make a way of escape that you'll be able to handle it. Amen. And that's why he's an unfailing God. He's working he's all things, he's working all things for my good. He's always making a way of escape. And then the last principle, the last verse, verse Thessalonians 5:18. In everything, everybody say everything. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, good or bad, give thanks. Amen, because he's an unfailing God. Yes, he is. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Paul told Timothy that one of the signs of the end times was that people would be unthankful. Amen. And when you have an unthankful spirit, then God has a hard time doing extra stuff for you. We can't be unthankful. Yeah, but you don't know what I'm going through. Oh, yeah, but you don't know what I'm going through. But it doesn't matter what I'm going through because God is not Amen. An unfailing. He's not a, a failing God. He's faithful. Amen. And he's going to help me. And so I need to have a thankful heart. Even during the time of things that are sorrowful and things a, a time of failure. Remember, the failure is not coming from God, but whatever it's coming from, I'm going to be thankful. Amen. I'm going to thank my way out of temptation. I'm going to thank my way out of this valley. I'm going to thank my way out because I don't care what the enemy throws at me. I'm going to be thankful to, to God that I have him in my life. If I didn't have him, then I'd be in big trouble, praise God. But I'm walking with God and with him all all things are possible. And that means he's going to shorten every valley experience. He's going to bring the light sooner than when I sit in a dark place because I have God. He's not a failing God. He's not a failing God. I want to refuse, amen, to be a part of the spirit of unthankfulness this is this last day. Amen. We have so much to be thankful for if we'll focus on the right things. Amen. And yet we often focus on what we don't have and what's going wrong in our lives. And that's what, whatever you're focusing on, that's where your emotions are thrown in and you're invested. And that's what's going to, you know, take you down certain paths. So you got to be thankful. Yeah. You got to maintain faith in God. Amen. You might not feel it. But you, you know in your heart that it's the right thing to do. That I'm going to maintain my faith in God and my trust in God and my hope in Him. Because He's not a failing God. Praise God. As we approach Thanksgiving this week, we ought to be the most thankful people on planet Earth. Praise God. Not just thankful that we got a four-day weekend, some of us. That's a pretty good one, though. Amen. Not just thankful that we're going to overeat, amen, more than we have in a while. Amen. And that's always nice. Praise God. Amen. And then have leftovers for like days to come. Praise God. And that's always nice, too, until you get sick of eating turkey. Amen. For about six months. And then you pick it back up after the first of the year or whatever. 
But that's not what we're talking about. We need to be thankful people. Amen. And this Thanksgiving, I'm thankful that I have a holiday. And I'm thankful that I'm going to be with family members and stuff. And I'm thankful that we're going to break bread and break cranberry sauce and all kinds of stuff that we're breaking. Amen. And we're going to have a great time and restful holiday time off. Amen. I'm thankful for all that. Praise God. Amen. But I got to be thankful to my God. Amen. Let Thanksgiving cause us to reflect on our unfailing God. Amen. And thank Him even more. Let Thanksgiving be a a holiday of thanksgiving to God. Amen. And every time we come into this house, even if we drug ourselves here, I will enter His gates with thanksgiving. I will enter His courts with praise. I will be thankful unto Him. And I'll bless His name because He's the unfailing failing God and if I can just keep myself in his hands everything's going to be okay would you stand with me amen praise God praise God praise God